This is episode 57 for Tuesday, July 19th, 2016. Brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we'll be covering style 23A, Berliner Weiss. Bienvenidos a Bruce Styles. Welcome to Bruce Styles. My name is Eddie, and together with Chris, Travis, and Sawyer, we take on the role of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast may be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Brew underscore Styles. Drop by our website, BrewStyles.com, where you can stream every episode check out our photo gallery and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Bruce Styles. Hi Travis. <laughs> hey buddy. How have you guys been? I miss you. <laughs> it's been nice to be on the road, but I'm glad to see your faces again. <laughs> yeah, sounds like you're pretty worn out from it. <clears throat> yes. Berliner Weiss. <laughs> yeah. Sample, stop shaking your head. Sorry, it was just kind of funny. You did it like five times. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. Anyway. Uh, yeah, to, Eddie is back. I am glad to be back. Yeah, yep. and we have a full crew today because yeah. Sawyer is here as well. Hello, and we're joined by Fredo. Hey, hi. Word. <laughs> oh, oh that's, that's not Fredo. Oops. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I I was away for about a month. Yeah. 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 Where um, you been? All over the place. All over the southeast. I went to Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, Florida. <laughs> South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, Arkansas, uh, and Oklahoma. Sounds like that song. Yeah, that's exactly why. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. Wow. Did you go to Panama City Beach? I sure did. That's why I got the shirt on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, most of these places, I had to walk into restaurants uh, that were full of older uh, people and talk with a really Texan accent so they wouldn't throw me out and lynch me somewhere. Uh, But... What? Yeah. Anyway. It's uh, a white Trace. person thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, eh, it doesn't matter. I had fun. Uh, I enjoyed all these places I went to and uh, picked up a lot of good beer. Well, a lot of beer. I don't know if it's good yet because I've never tried it. Uh, but I made up a list and a total of 44 beers. Wow. So, nice. Dang. Yeah. That's yeah. a big number. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my fridge was full. That was a I, good picture. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't fit anything else. Uh, and, and no, they weren't tortillas. They were <laughs> slices of pepper jack cheese. You mean they weren't tortillas? <laughs> tortillas. Tortilla. Yeah, he sent a picture to all of us, and it was just a fridge full of beer. And then in, in the corner, you see what kind of looked like tortillas. <laughs> and it was the only thing that was different. So I, I commented, well, at least you got tortillas, but I was wrong. <laughs> it was funny, though. It made me laugh. We were, actually, at that moment, uh, when I sent you that picture, we were in Memphis, Tennessee, uh, the the biggest Bass Pro Shop building. Uh, the pyramid thing? Yeah. 
Yeah, we drove by that on our honeymoon. Yeah, we went. We didn't go to the top because it was like ten bucks, and I was gonna pay ten bucks to go look off a building. So when we went to New York, we went up to the top of the new Freedom Tower. Nice. That oh, was cool. like fifty bucks. Each. Yeah, no way. That's worth it. <laughs> I would have stayed. That at the was bottom. definitely worth it though. <laughs> and then we uh, hey, because freedom isn't free. Definitely not. It costs fifty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and folks like you folks and me like you. plus tax. <laughs> And then we, I had probably the most expensive grilled cheese sandwich I've ever had in my life. Because we ate in the little cafeteria at the top of the tower. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think it was like $15. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. For the grilled cheese and a drink. Wow. But oh, it came with some tomato soup, too. So, you know. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's better, I guess. <laughs> Is that a Hershey's bar and a giant bag of apples? What? What? Oh, in my fridge? Yeah. Uh, it was a bag of cherries and, uh, yeah, a pack of Hershey's. Oh, those are some big old cherries. <laughs> they, they were big cherries. <laughs> <laughs> <Got> big round. <laughs> well, then. <sighs> Lol. Uh, yeah, because I don't remember having apples in there, so it must be the cherries you're looking at. Yeah. Let's get them. Oh, my God. Uh, why are you looking at the picture? <laughs> I was yeah. just, I wanted to see the tortillas that were actually oh. the project cheese. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that was fun. The only state I didn't get pick up beer at was Arkansas because I got there late and I didn't want to wait until 10 o'clock to go buy beer anywhere. Um, yeah, so. I've noticed that some of the states are kind of odd that they have different, I mean, every state has different liquor laws. And some are a lot looser than Texas. Even. Yeah. Yeah. So. Texas yeah, Oklahoma isn't loose at all, I think, is what the... We just down here, we're like, oh, man, we can buy beer any day of the week. What do you know? And then we went to Chicago, and it was like, yeah, the bar, you know, it's lame. It closes at 4 o'clock. And we're like, whoa. whoa yeah. Oh, my gosh. Are you what serious? You yeah. Yeah. Well, I've never gone to Chicago when I'm old enough to drink, so... Me neither. That's... Wow. I mean, we were still in bed at, like, 11.15, but yeah. Yeah. it was nice to know that if I'd wanted to, I could have stayed out another, like, six hours. Hmm. Oh, four o'clock a.m. A.m. Oh, I thought you meant p.m. I was oh, like, yeah, I did what? too. I was like, no, no. Like <laughs> when you go to Vegas and the bars are open like twenty four hours a day. Yeah, you can walk the streets and drink. <laughs> Same in New Orleans. Yeah, I did that. Yep, we did too on Bourbon Street. <laughs> yep, walked down Bourbon, saw a bunch of drunk guys with a band following them. That was fun. Um, had some beers on the beach in Panama City. It was good. Nice. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, right now, <laughs> I'm drinking the Boo Boo Blonde. Me too. It's called Baru Blonde. Oh, sorry. And then oh. Travis decided to put a Pez in his, so oh, we yeah. all put a Pez. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't taste very different. I just pulled mine out, and I'm going to yeah. taste it right now. What? I wonder if your Pez smells like beer. It's kind of like the chili pepper episode where we ate the chili pepper, and it tasted like beer, and then drank the beer, and it tastes like chili. Nope, tastes like Pez. Eat the pit. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, and uh, right now Travis is opening a bottle of something else that we'll try. And now for something completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since our uh, feature and style now for today is completely different. <laughs> oh boy! Trying to find Rocky and Bull. <laughs> oh, I was thinking Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> <laughs> Since our uh, feature style today is Berliner Weiss, I thought we'd start off with a sour, which is a lot more sour than probably what we're going to drink later today. But uh, I saw it, and it had a, a lady in the front, and I like ladies. 
So it is nice. Yeah, this is yeah. from Lagunitas. It's called Aunt Sally. It's a unique dry hop sweet tart sour mash ale. Ooh. So I'm gonna pour a little bit and pass it around. Sounds interesting. I also brewed a couple beers today and yesterday. Uh, the one yesterday was a a pretty. I'm hoping it's gonna be pretty hoppy IPA. Um, pulled it from Gordon Strong's new book, Modern Homebrew Recipes, and I think I'm gonna start going through that one. Cool. Uh, since I've gone through most of Jamil's recipes from classic brewing styles. Yeah. How many do you have left? There are still several. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't do any loggers yet, so that whole side of the thing oh. of the book I haven't touched. Right. But um, so I did that yesterday and brewed all the way up until 12:30 at night, and then. <laughs> Sorry, my Pez is still in there. <laughs> it's, it has some uh, it's like alt- nucleation alt- points because, yeah, there's a lot of bubbles coming off it. But then I woke up this morning early and started brewing again, and I uh, did a a Scottish light, like a 60, 60 shilling. So it's hmm. going to be maybe 3% alcohol, very oh, okay. low, super sessionable. Cool. Um, is that why you were asking me about the liquid butter? No, I was eating popcorn last night. And oh. He texted butter. me, right, and was like, hey, what's that liquid butter that the theaters use? I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> butter. Yeah, I wanted to buy some. <laughs> One thing do- I did notice, though, you know, the, you would think the more that you brew, the more experience you get, you know, the better you get at things, and, like, you would figure out shortcuts and your process would get shorter. Mine has gotten so much more extensive and longer. It's almost ridiculous now i mean today i woke up at 5 a.m and started heating water and i didn't finish the whole brewing cleaning process until 1 28 p.m it's nuts it's because i've like learned about all these new processes new steps and i'm trying all these different things like mash outs and and slower sparges slower laudering process and so it just takes a lot more time but i've had a lot of good success with it yeah so it's kind of funny the more that you know the longer your brood a takes the more you know, more you know. <laughs> anyways let's see what aunt sally tastes like <laughs> uh, i don't have an aunt sally. <laughs> I, <don't either. laughs> I used to have a neighbor named sally she's, she's a little bitter oh that's good and kind of sour <laughs> it almost tastes like it was going to be really hoppy uh when it first touches the tongue and then it's sour Ooh. Yeah, it's got some pucker. Mm-hmm. Um, Aunt Sally is from the 50s, most likely. She's got a sweet headband and some really high skirt. Mom jeans. Yeah. Oh, it is a skirt. Brewed in honor of the real Aunt Sally. You know who you are, and you know why. Enough said for now. Ooh. <laughs> Question mark? Like a Mrs. Robinson kind of situation. No, it's a period. Sorry, my inflection was... <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. And I play the tuba. I don't know if the the weird taste I'm getting is the pez at the bottom. <laughs> no, I didn't get no, it's taste. not. It tastes weird. <clears throat> it's a little, a little, little different. different than a little other sours. That's good though. I like it this. Said it was dry hopped. I wonder what strain they dry hopped uh, it with. Because it, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty hoppy. Bitter things in the bottom. <laughs> I I like this beer. I would buy this again. Or I would buy this at some point. Um, 
it's dry hopped ale brewed in a bizarre old world tradition, but it won't tell us what it's dry hop with. I, you can definitely tell it's dry hopped. Mm-hmm. You, you get the hoppiness, but it's more sour and uh, just a little tart than anything else. Have we had a beer that tastes like this? Did you swish? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was it? It's not wine. Was or at least I've had a beer that tastes like this. All beverages. When in Rome. Maybe the mixed fermentation episode. That's the only sour Maybe. episode we've done. Yeah, because I remember something Roll very similar to this. It. Get it on your palate. Let it go. <laughs> Feel it. Be it. This is getting it's weird. Interesting. Yeah, well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, really glad uh, you guys have made it this far with us. 11 minutes in. <laughs> but more than a year. And... Uh, it's been great. Yeah. Uh, just make sure you subscribe. If you haven't, uh, tell your friends, tell your wife. And <laughs> uh, don't tell your kids, though. Yeah, no, never mind. I don't tell your kids. It. I mean, they could always subscribe and just tell them, like, block it or something. There are no bad words. Anyway. Yeah, there are, it's, it's family friendly. Our podcasting is like our brewing. The more experience we get, the longer the episodes go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's the more drunk we get, the longer the episodes. Probably, yeah. That's probably correct. <laughs> At least in my case. Yeah. But uh, we really appreciate you guys and uh, hope to see more of you guys subscribe. Uh, right, so what are we talking about today? Yeah. What are we talking about today, Sample? We are talking about Berliner Weiss, which is style 23A. Overall impression, a very pale, refreshing, low-alcohol German wheat beer with a clean lactic sourness and a very high carbonation level. A light bread dough malt flavor supports the sourness, which shouldn't seem artificial. Any Brettanomyces funk is restrained. Okay. Brettanomyces. Brettanomyces. How long have you been holding on to that one, Travis? Since the division episode. (laughs) Aroma. A sharply sour character is dominant, moderate to moderately high. Can have up to a moderately fruity character, often lemony or tart apple. The fruitiness may increase with age, and a light, flowery character may develop. No hop aroma. The wheat may present as uncooked bread dough in fresher versions. Combined with the acidity, may suggest sourdough bread. May optionally have a restrained, funky Britannomyces character. Appearance. Very pale straw in color. Clarity ranges from clear to somewhat hazy. Mm. Large, dense, white head <laughs> with poor retention. Always effervescent. Fast-growing head. <laughs> Flavor. Clean lactic sourness dominates and can be quite strong. Some complementary doughy, bready, or grainy wheat flavors generally noticeable. Hop bitterness is undetectable. Sourness provides the balance rather than hops. Never vinegary. A restrained citrusy lemony or tart apple fruitness may be detected. Very dry finish. Balance dominated by sourness, but some malt flavor should be present. No hop flavor. May optionally have a restrained, funky Brettanomyces character. Mouthfeel, light body, very high carbonation, no sensation of alcohol, crisp, juicy acidity. So there you go. Juicy acidity. Sounds exciting. <laughs> wow. Yay. Yeah. So there's your style guidelines. Cool. What's the vital stats, if you please? Your statistics. 
My vital statistics, OG 1028 to 1032, IBUs 3 to 8, so extremely low. Uh, final gravity, 1003 to 1006, so pretty dry. SRM 2 to 3, very light. ABV 2.8 to 3.8% ABV, so it's really, really small. Yeah, so we should not have any high alcohol Berliner Weisses ever, at least not traditionally. Yeah, not if it's in the style. Now I've seen some higher alcohol Berliners. Okay, hmm. so anyway, interesting. Nice, cool. Well, thanks for the guidelines, Chris. All right, well, thanks for that, Travis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Uh, I'm That's... confused. <laughs> now it's time for trivia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you want the buzzword to be today? I haven't decided. We'll let Eddie decide. What's our buzzword today? Boom diggity. All right. <laughs> Boom diggity. What? That's your buzzword. <laughs> okay. Number one. <clears throat> what did Napoleon's soldiers call the Blunder Vice? A. Champagne of the North B. Champagne of the Northwest C. Champagne of the Northeast D. Champagne of the Yankees <laughs> Boom diggity Yes, Travis I think it's A. Champagne of the North That is correct Yes! One point to Travis mm. Alright, moving right along Number two What city was the Berliner Weiss A special Wow, I can't talk today <laughs> Speciality of There we go a. Houston B. Berlin C. Melbourne D. Frankfurt Boom diggity I heard Eddie first <laughs> And Frado's losing it already uh, Ber- The one with the B The one with the B Was it B? Yeah, it was B <laughs> Both B's B. Berliner I like yes. Houston Berlin Berliner <laughs> Maybe I'm already drunk I don't know Okay. Must num- have been the Pez. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. Did you spike the Pez? Can you do that? That'd be awesome. Anyways. <laughs> number three. What did... Or, I'm sorry. Why did Napoleon's soldiers call the Berliner the Champagne of the North? A, because it was expensive. B, because it contained a lively and elegant character. C, because Napoleon made them call it Champagne of the North. <laughs> D, both A and B. Boom diggity. Yes, Fratto. C. Uh, no. Oh. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> sounded like a good answer. No. Did. What was A? A was because it was expensive. Mm. Boom diggity. Yes. I'm going with B. B is correct. Oh. Very good. Nice. One point to Sample. One point to Eddie. <laughs> Yay. One point to Travis. So we have a three-way tie. We have a three-way tie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next two questions are true and false questions. Number four, the or the origins of the Berliner are unknown. True or false? Boom diggity. Yes, Chris. False. That is incorrect. It is quite true, actually. <laughs> Nobody knows. Interesting. Number five. I didn't get a chance to ring in after he gave his wrong answer. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it is a 50-50 shot, so if he answers incorrectly, everyone yeah, I know else the knows answer the answer. Yeah. If, he, if he gets it wrong, then everyone else gets a point. Okay. Yay! All right. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Back up to zero. 
All right, number five. The Berliner is more hard to come by in Europe than in the USA. True or false? Boom diggity. Yes, Travis. That is true. That is true. Yes. And then I have two fun facts that'll take about two minutes. Boom diggity. That these aren't questions. <laughs> <laughs> the first fun fact is experimenting with beer has taken many forms. John Lubbock, an 18th century English biologist, studied the behavior of beer on drunken ants. Wow. Wait, like like Aunt Sally? No, not like Aunt Sally. <laughs> oh, like, oh. Like, like the bug. Well, like, hey there, insane. little Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, gosh. All right, and then the last one. <laughs> Got some popsicles <laughs> in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ancient Babylonians were so serious about brewing beer that if anyone brewed a bad batch, they would drown him in in it as a punishment. Whoa! <laughs> wow. This has been your trivia for the Blunder Vice. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Travis is getting a little drop happy over there today, I think. <laughs> they fit in. It yeah. <laughs> Anyway, can we start drinking beer now? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's take our break. Well, I'm glad you asked, because uh, (laughs) this is the Dogfish Head Festina Pesh. Oh. And uh, it is uh, 4.5% ABV. Too high. It's outside our guidelines. Womp. Uh, Festina Pesh is a neo-Berliner vice. Unique, tart, and refreshing. <laughs> this brew is so down with the dog days of summer. That's what it says. So down. I think Sam's lost it. Maybe so. <laughs> we might have a on later. Oh, jeez. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is a real... First time we had this was years and years and years ago, though. Do you think they... That it's a new label saying, like, yeah, man, so down. What does Festina Pesh mean? How Beach. festive are these beers? Pe- Beach? I mean, do they like to party? Or do they just like to hang out? I think. I'm I'm Beach. stretching here. Peach? You're stretching? Festive peach. Festive peach. Yeah, sure. How festive are these peaches? <laughs> uh, maybe a little. Okay. Have you, you ever seen the let's, uh, let's uh, music the- video for the Sir Mix-A-Lot song? Uh, you know that peach? Oh, yeah. I imagine it's that festive. Gotcha. Uh, kind of so. a light straw color, hazy. Yeah. yeah. It's yellow. No no real head. Maybe, you know, slight tiny bubbles. SRM of about two. <laughs> uh, this is beer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's yellow. Can definitely smell um, some sourness. Yeah, a little yeah. funkiness. And uh, the uh, fruitiness <laughs> of the peshes. Hmm. Yeah, that's about all I smell out of it. Tastes good. Nice. Like uh Good tartness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little tart. It's not like extremely over-dominantly sour. No. First one I smelled it, I thought buttery a little bit. <clears throat> really? But then I keep smelling it, and now it's turning more perfumey. On the aroma, anyway. What kind of perfume? Like grandma's perfume? 
This reminds me of like grandma's bathroom. <laughs> yeah, kind of powdery, soft. Like the powder room. <clears throat> grandma's powder room. Never mind. I have a powder room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what? Chicken butt. Pesh means peach in French. Nice. Hey. Good job. Yay. What about Festina? I couldn't find it. It tried to change it to fishing when I put Festina in there. Fishing peaches. Just fishing like, peaches. Just like when you type in tuba and it changes it to tuna. Yes, it's so frustrating. It really is. <laughs> hey, I'm practicing the tuna. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> nice restrained tartness on the flavor. I think the peaches kind of blend really well. Um, if this was the fruit beer episode, then I'd say it's a nice... Marriage between a harmonious marriage, variable vibration. You know, I I get a little saltiness on the tongue, just a little bit. Uh, Might be that sourness that I'm that it it's got. I can see that. I can see that. Get a little salty. You know, I just saw the label, and that is a different label. Yeah, the old one is completely different. Blue with an orange fish or something, right? Yeah, and it had the like the square on the label, and it said Festina Pesh on the bottom. See, bottom. so bottom. I don't remember bottom. if it said anything about being down with summer. <laughs> so down, so down. <laughs> right. But anyway, wort. I drank the wort. Young, or beer. young beer. <laughs> oh, he's gonna beat me up. <laughs> he's gonna Sam? walk in here in like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, my craft beer radar is tingling. <laughs> then he's gonna make fun of me. Just like I made fun of him. I'm trying to remember because I drank a, a bunch of these last summer because I thought it was really good. I it, thought it I remember it being a little more tart. I would agree because I'm not mm. as angry at this as I used to be. <laughs> maybe your taste buds are changing, Frano. Oh, maybe. Do I like sour beer now? It's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it, it might be a little bit more restrained than it used to be. I, of course, I have nothing to compare it to other than my horrible memory. Okay. So, I don't know. Uh, I think the last time I had one was here with you, uh, and I don't remember hating it. Well, I mean, do you hate sour beers like Frado hates sour beers? I love sour beers. So. <laughs> that's that's why I tried it. I think you, you bought it in the clearance section at Total Wine, I think. Yeah. Because they, they had like... It was, there packs were f- for, four packs. Four packs, yeah, yeah, yeah. For really cheap. Yeah, I remember yeah. this. It's about the same level of tartness as if you were biting into an unripened peach. Because if it was super ripe, then it's like juicy and sweet. Mm-hmm. But if it's you know more on the green okay. side, okay, then it's yeah. a little more tart than sweet. Yeah, and I think I remember reading somewhere that this one was actually fermented with the peaches. Oh wow, interesting! It wasn't like added afterward. You know, okay. yeah. If I remember correctly. I guess that makes yeah. sense because the peach is not overbearing in any sense. It's, yeah. I mean, it's there, but it's um, a harmonious marriage. Would you consider this a fruit beer? Like, are the peaches noticeable enough to, to call it a fruit beer? I wouldn't. No. it's There's too much. The peach is pretty. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's good. The peach is pretty pulled back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I hardly get any at all. <clears throat> I mean, it's got a little bit of sweetness, but I wouldn't say peach right away. Hmm. Um yeah, but I could pound this. My poundability rating. <laughs> and I would give it a rating of seven. I'm going to go with an eight. I will say eight as well. Nine. Ooh. I'm going to go I'm gonna go there. Okay. In fact, I'm going to do it right now. Yep. 
your like sip and a half yeah. <laughs> that you had left. Fredo, mine's been gone for a while. Zero, so. <laughs> somewhere between zero and ten. Bazine, yeah, bazine, bazine. <laughs> bazinga. Oh, somewhere, somewhere between, between zero and ten. <laughs> it didn't taste very good, but I pounded it pretty easily. Okay. So if you had to give it a number, nine point one. Oh. Okay. Jesus Bob. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> well, what's next? This is the Deep Ellum IPA. It is. Actually, no. Gosh. We're going to go on to something no. actually in the style. This is uh, from Leinenkugel. <laughs> a lot way off. <laughs> yeah. Leinenkugel does have a Berliner Weiss inspired beer. I'm not uh, sure what that means, but that's what says in the label. A Berliner Weiss inspired beer. Is that like saying Abbey style ale or something? I'm hoping. Do you think there's a movement to uh, protect Berliner? <laughs> <laughs> this is their Beer Garten Tart. And I picked it up in their mixed 12 pack the first time I found it. I was like, hmm. whoa, oh. that's a surprise. Their little <laughs> summer series. We've been drinking a lot of Linen Kugel beers lately. Yeah, we really have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one rings in at 4.8%, so it's also Too high. higher than the traditional standards. But I guess that's why it says inspired beer. Yeah. Well, the first taste is with your eyes. Crystal clear. Ooh. Yes, very clear. It's a, a little more very golden light. than the last. They probably filter. Light <laughs> straw what micron? color. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> Email us yeah. if you have the answer. Uh, not a lot of head. <laughs> I have plenty. Do you really? Yeah. C. Oh, okay. This kind of looks like Kerr's Light. I guess mine was sitting. Where's Brandon, the Kerr's Light glass? I also got two bottles I thought about bringing cup. it, actually. Hmm. I don't know if I'm smelling the last beer, but it smells a lot like the Festina Pesh. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I, I get a little less funkiness out of this one than the last one. Funkiness? Yeah. I got a little, like, funky sourness kind of hmm. I don't smell. get any funky yeah. sourness. Well, let's taste. It's all decorative soap. Yeah, I see what you mean. Oh, what in the world? It's got a decent tartness to it, but it's not. It tastes like Cheeto popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it really it tastes odd to me. It's got a weird flavor to it on the back end. I kind of like it. It's, All right, I like the last it, one better. Slightly tart. Yeah, me too. No, I, I have to disagree. I, I actually don't like this. Hmm. I'll me drink either. it though. No, they said they liked the other one better. I, I, no, I mean with you because oh. you said that you liked this. Okay. Yeah, and I don't like peaches, and I like the peach beer better than this one. Yeah. yeah. You don't like peaches? No, what's wrong with me? Yeah, no, really. Peaches. Peaches for free. Peaches and pecans, and I'm the worst Texan ever. Pecans. Oh, you are. I know. Get out of my state. <laughs> hey, Fredo, that's a nice shirt. You're from Mexico. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. I was born in Fort Worth. I was so born you know. in Arlington. <laughs> me too. And then I never left. And then you moved to Mansfield. I don't live in Mansfield. Yeah. <laughs> what's My the gosh. road that's like? What's the road that's like? Mansfield spitting Web? distance of your. Yeah, it's not called Arlington Road, is it? No, it's called Mansfield Road, but it's yeah. in Arlington. <laughs> is that like um, Division Brewing is on Main Street? Yeah, it's just like that. <laughs> and then legal and then Draft is on Division, yeah. and then New and Maine then New Maine is in Pantego. Wait, did these places <laughs> open while I was gone? No. no. Oh, my that's zip code is an Arlington zip code, not Mansfield. <laughs> Anyways, I am getting a little bit of tartness, but it doesn't seem as, I guess, natural as the dogfish head no, not tartness. At all. Yeah, I it's agree. almost like they brewed a beer and then add a little bit of lactic acid 
and then stirred it up together. It's like it was inspired like by, by something mine. instead of actually being it. Do you think this could be one of those things where they brewed a batch that was not intentionally sour and then released it under something else? Yeah. I think Lanico yeah. was too big to do that. Yeah, and then uh, how would you repeat it if it's an accident? True. You, you don't have to. Because well, I would never repeat this. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying that it, it's not called a limited release, is it? Oh, I don't know. Is that what limited release means? I've never seen it before this summer. So no? Yeah. I have... Well, granted, I'm I don't really sure. go looking for Line and Kugel. Yeah. So... Uh, Who owns them? Jacob. It's... <laughs> Jacob Hammerschmidt. Jacob Line and Jacob Line Well, I thought they were part of a BMC. I think they're a Millicores okay. company. Ah. Curse. Just like uh, Blue Moon is, is also Miller. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I guess in that case it might be something that they just, they had another beer and they just added something to make it kind of sourish. Well, I'm trying to think what they had that would have been. Miller. What, what they would have had that would have been this. Well, if it's a Berliner, that has to start off as a, a wheat something. Yeah. Summer Shandy. Oh, my. <laughs> no. You have to really mess that up. In my opinion, they also messed that one up. <laughs> I don't think I've had that one in a while. I don't remember. I think my uh, my you know 2007 era rate beer rating was like if I wanted a lemonade, I would have bought one. <laughs> yeah. I think I drank both of these bottles that I purchased in the shower after mowing the lawn. It made a good, nice kind of. I don't really think that. about it mowing the shower beer. beer. Yeah. yeah. I could agree with that. Hmm. Yeah. It's not horrible. I could drink this, but it's... You don't know what shower beer is? Like showering while taking a drink of beer? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's awesome. Shower beer is the most incredible thing. Hot shower, (laughs) cold beer. Juxtaposition of temperatures. It's okay. Courtney had that same reaction. hot waffle and ice cream. She was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Shower wine. What's even better is when it's winter and you open the window so that there's cold air and cold beer and hot shower. There you go. Yeah. She wants a a wine sippy cup. (laughs) You should get it with the little handles. My parents had one of those. Yeah. Use two hands. Yeah, use two hands. I'm a big girl now. <laughs> anyway, poundability on the uh, line in yeah, Google. My poundability rating. If the last one was a nine point one, then this one has to be like a nine point four. It's a worse beer, but it's way easier to pound. Yeah, it's a lighter body. It's like yeah. thinner, and it's not as tart. Nope. I don't think. Yeah, yeah this is uh, more more of a nine. I give it a nine also. I'm gonna say five. What? Yeah, uh, it's just that weird flavor at the end of the taste for me is makes it hard for me to pound it. Hmm. Have you ever put a whole bag of warheads in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I would think you would choke on the plastic. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right, well, let's get on to our last example. Yay. This is Charlie Foxtrot by Texian. <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is an Imperial Berliner Weiss. So it comes Smells in at 7.8. It. What did I say? 7.5? Yes, 7.5% ABV. A Berliner Weiss-inspired imperial style (laughs) sour wheat ale. All right. I don't believe that we have featured Texian Brewing yet. Welcome to the podcast, Texian. Another new brewery. Uh, This one looks completely different. (laughs) It does. 
It's a dark uh, uh, orange. Yeah. Not quite amber. Nope. Mine's pretty cloudy. I got the bottom of the bottle. I don't know if yours is Mine's different. very cloudy. Mine's also. cloudy, yeah. too. Can't see anything. Oh, the Alcohol. aroma. <laughs> it's um, like a thick, oily. Like. Definitely there. Kind of reminds me. It's got a, a, a brown sugar character to the aroma. Kind of reminds me of a barley wine. Yeah. I I was thinking that, too. Like, very just kind of syrupy, almost. Uh-huh. Yeah. The... the that spicy molasses. I don't know. It could be sweet and sour sauce. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Whatever That's a good one. I hope they're listening to this. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, one of the, the grand master that judged my my barley wine at uh, the national competition. He said sweet and sour sauce. So I wonder if that was a bad bottle or something because... I don't I don't understand that comment at all. But anyway, moving on. Somebody's better. Not that I'm sour about it. <laughs> uh, oh. Well, Texian might be listening to this podcast right yeah. now saying, I don't remember any sweet and sour sauce in this. <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely a, a malty, sweet, alcoholic aroma. Aroma, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting any tartness on the smell. No. No, no, no. Just no, but there's a borderline fruity, like almost. Yeah, yeah there's like a, a berry fruit. Oh, whoa. Aroma? Wow. Are we at the tasting portion yet, or are we still sniffing? Or are we okay. not at the tasting part yet? Are we just sniffing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm. See, that's what. Oh, I, that was it, my reaction. It smells like membrillo, which is like a. What? Membrillo. It's like, uh, it's a Mexican alcohol. Of it's it got is. like fruit in it. Dang. No way. Yeah. Like Clamato? No, no, no. It's fruit. Clamato is uh, tomato. Pineapple? <laughs> no. Uh, I have some. I haven't opened it yet. I'll bring it by next time. Let's say I had but, like, a, like a brown sugar and pineapple thing once. It's it like a. Pretty, pretty great. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But it. it I don't know pineapple, but probably something like uh, um, pears. I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. I, I can't really remember what they made it with. But oh my God, I will bring it by. Okay, it definitely has some sour. I don't know I, what to think about Are you sure? In the flavor. Are you sure? This is like a hybrid of a bar- uh, barley wine and a Berliner Weiss in the flavor. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting a lot of like, like salty notes, too. Yeah, though. me too. Barley wine at the front, I Berliner Weiss at the like back. Clamato. Business in the front, party in the back. Yeah, just like a mullet. <laughs> wow, yeah, this there is... is like a really like thick, sweet, caramely, mm-hmm. and then ow. This is good. <laughs> I like this. It's strange. I don't know what to think it is right now. It's beer. I, I would think like an Imperial Goza <laughs> instead of a Berlin. Dang, Frato. <laughs> <laughs> just chugged it. I almost get like the sense it has a a V8 juice kind of flavor on the finish. Yeah, like I said, come on. That's what the borderline like tart fruit I was thinking was. was, Yeah, like I would have never gone to tomato, but. Yeah, me either. I don't get that. I can see where you're going with that, Travis. Okay. Yeah. It's got like a, not vegetal, but vegetable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like almost carrots. Yeah. I don't get that. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know about carrots. Yeah, I, I was with you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about carrots. I'm, I want, I'm I want it to be. I'm kind of sticking the tomato thing, especially like in the finish on the sides of your mouth. Okay, when you eat like a, a nice ripe tomato, yeah, okay, I can see that. No, I'm, just take so a big bite when, of it. When you drink a V8, I have, obviously there's a lot of vegetable at the beginning, but what after you swallow and then you got that that weird sensation on the sides the of your mouth. That's kind of what I'm feeling right now. Mm. That's the alcohol. All 7.5% of it. Your eyes are tearing up. That's so bad. <laughs> I, I actually like this. I, yeah, I, it's okay. Of course you do. It's kind of yeah. making my stomach yeah. upset. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, I think I'm in the middle. It's it's just different. It's very different. I I can drink it. It's got some, some good things happening. Um, at the same time, I don't think that I would necessarily buy another bottle of it. Not really... My thing right this, now. This, to me, sounds like one of those things that maybe they brewed something and it went sour, so they relabeled it and sent it out. Oh, God. <laughs> it could be. Well, and what? it is called Charlie Foxtrot, which even as, uh, the, there you go. Even as the bottle explains it. They could have CF'd a, a batch. Yeah. <laughs> they could have fermented a stray Mexican army. General? Uh, well, I was going to say train, and then fermented it with grass and hay that they found instead of silver. <laughs> Could have. Could have. Says that was the, also says like, the story on the bottle. It was also yeah. like 250 years ago, and that would explain some things, too. What else have have, have anybody had from Texian that was... A brown? Memorable. I've never had anything from Texian. It's my either. first one. Uh, the only times I've ever had them is at Big Texas. And they usually they have like a brown, right? Like a, a battle brown. something battle brown. Oh. Where's Richmond, mm-hmm. Texas? Isn't that north of Dallas? I think so. Okay, I don't know. <clears throat> like by Plano and Addison. Are you thinking Richardson? No. Oh. <laughs> Richmond. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> it's four hours away from here. I'll give you that. Rosenberg is the only city I can see. Um, I know I've had some things from them before. <clears throat> no, I know. Uh, West Houston. West Houston. They have a beer called Black Jesus. That oh, was by Sugarland. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe I haven't had anything from them. I've, I've I seen th- the I name could before. have sworn we had. Huh. I could have sworn we had stuff from them at Big Texas, but only at Big Texas. What kind I wonder of beer what Black, Black Jesus, Jesus tastes like. <laughs> Better than Aunt Sally. <laughs> <laughs> word. Did you just say word? Yes. Okay. Thanks, Sir Carr. I tried. Word. <laughs> Black Jesus is an American wild ale. Naturally. <laughs> Figure that out. <laughs> Nothing like sitting around, a couple guys getting pounded. pounded. Oh, I Speaking think of poundability. My, my poundability. Okay, they have a one. first stand saison and a Brutus English IPA. I remember the Brutus, Brutus I, sounds, English IPA. Okay. That was good. Maybe that's one we've had. I don't think I was a big fan of the saison, but oh, I liked English that IPA. English IPA a lot. I think I used a couple well, of naturally. Trip. I'm sure English I had a IPA lot of giggles. Like, yeah, English IPA is like your favorite beer yeah that's why i got the ingredients for last week <laughs> <laughs> i think my poundability for this is going to be about a 
two. Yeah, really? I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I'm, two I'm as struggling. well. Wait. Pound it. Pound it. I'm going to stay at a nine. <laughs> and I was going to say six. And I don't know. Two I, feels so high. <laughs> point. How about point two? Point two. Point two. Point two. I'm not from that part of Texas. <laughs> Neither is Black Jesus. <laughs> that's, that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> Had everybody laughing. Apparently, Black Jesus is from somewhere just west of Houston. <laughs> like uh, Katie? Sugar yeah, Lane. it was near Katie, yeah. Okay. Sugar Lane. Sugar Lane. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Anything else about this one? Mm, I like it. I I would have it again. Yeah. I'm going to nurse oh. mine for a while because <laughs> it's rough. Well, I do have a home brew of a Berliner Weiss, if you want to call it a Berliner Weiss, because it's not really. But anyway. It smells like it wants to be. <laughs> well, let me let me tell you about it first. So mm. the recipe came out of Jamil's book, Brewing Classic Styles. Um, it's basically a 50-50 split in your grain bill of Pilsner and wheat. Um, then he uses a very small amount of hops because hops will inhibit any kind of sourness because, as we all know, hops are a natural preservative. So you're looking at around, you know, two to four IBUs. Um, anyway, so there's a couple of different ways that you can sour a beer. <clears throat> you can do a, a sour mash where... You know, you you either let your mash sit for a couple of days at like, you know, 100 degrees or whatever and, and, you know, let the bacteria go. But there's naturally occurring bacteria on grain. So if you toss some unmilled grain into your mash, um, then you can get some, some lacto that way. You can also buy vials of lactobacillus. There's a couple of different strains and you can toss that into your beer. Um, or you can just buy lactic acid and add it to your beer but um i did want to read this out of the book just a a short snippet about about doing that he says some folks like to avoid using any sort of bacteria in their breweries because you can contaminate other things and instead add lactic acid to their beer this method is quick and easy you can control the amount of sourness in the beer and the level of sourness won't change over time however the results are similar to microwaving a steak it's faster and easier but the taste and texture are just not the same as with grilling so it's a fast, cheap, uh, not very complex way of getting the sourness. Yeah, That's what you did? No. Um, so I brewed the beer. You bring it up to a boil um, for like that long, for like two seconds. As soon as it starts boiling, you cut it off. Um, and then <clears throat> I didn't really worry about chilling it all that much because I immediately pitched my lacto. And lacto likes hot temperatures right this was last summer um so like i put it in my garage near boiling temperatures the like no i mean can... I, I let it cool down to the hundreds oh okay um but i didn't cool it all, all the way down to like 60 like you normally would sure um anyway so it was like 125 to 150 degrees um and i i pitched the lacto put it in the garage and you know it was like 90 degrees in there so because it was july mm. in texas so it was hot um, anyway, I wasn't getting a whole lot of, of sourness. So a f- about a week or so later, and from what I've w- been able to, to tell when you do it that way, you really only want it to sour for two or three days. 
and then you pitch your yeast and they'll eat the rest of the sugars and you know do their thing um, a lot of people will co-pitch the lacto and the yeast at the same time to where um, the yeast start to eat some of the sugars but the lacto has a couple of days enough time to to do the souring before they're killed off because lacto does not do well in, in alcoholic environments mm. that's why you want to do your souring before right. um, your yeast pitch but anyway uh, I didn't really get any souring so a couple of weeks later after it wasn't sour I pitched again a lacto um, still not a whole lot it got it got a little bit more sour um, and I was like well let me just go ahead and ferment it so uh, the, the danger you run into is if your beer is too acidic then uh, the yeast won't survive so you have right. to find that balance between the two anyway I th- I'm not happy with this obviously my first attempt at a sour beer didn't quite turn out like I'd hoped uh, to make this drinkable I'm probably gonna just throw some lactic acid in there but because um, it is still just kind of sweet okay but anyway here it is this is called Maris brewed Berliner Weiss my boob Berliner Weiss what? can we crack it open yeah that would be great this oh yeah let's open it up. up can't drink it if you can't open it or, yeah oh, thank you keg it's an interesting keg <laughs> it's very clear it's that's Fado's favorite joke and I haven't done it all. It's one of yeah. them newfangled <laughs> kegs. It's like the uh, Four Corners cans where you just pop the whole top it's off. It's got an interesting aroma to it. See, when you were talking about like fresh half-baked bread in the style guidelines, this well, is the only one we've had so far today <clears throat> that actually fit that. It smells like uh, peach or apricot or something like that. Some kind of fruit. Yeah, I said um, apricot earlier. Yeah, I didn't, add, celery. I didn't add any fruit or anything. I just did the 50-50, you know... Pilsner wheat, a little bit of Hallertau. Really? That's it, yeah. Yeah, last night. From the aroma, I kind of get something not right. (laughs) (laughs) No, it it smells like it could have been a really good sour, but once you taste it, it's not sour. This is the one that has bread dough, though. Like, this is. It's it's just not sour at all. It's sweet. It's got a a very, 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 very small tingle at the end, (laughs) but that's about it. More like in the beginning. Maybe a little. Like, you can smell the sour, but you can't taste it. Right. Yeah. And it was a small batch. I only brewed three gallons of it. It's so. like a big tease. I kind of want to go buy a bag of Airheads or Warheads and <laughs> Drop it dump in. it in here. I'm sure it tastes <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. Well, okay. So if you, as Fredo reaches for the Pez, that's what's <laughs> those aren't sour. Um, historically speaking, broken. and we didn't talk about this in the history, but historically speaking, Berliner Weisses are served with some sort of syrup. What um, for? Just to, to change the flavor. It's usually like a, a, a fruit syrup. Uh, so if you actually go to Germany and order Berliner Weiss, you know, you'll have op- your options of, of syrups. Hmm. Um, so I, I don't know how much it actually changes it. There's another podcast that I listen to, uh, and he also has a, a video podcast that he posts on, on YouTube called Basic Brewing. And they did a, a brewing episode of a Berliner Weiss, and they didn't have any syrups, so they got some. I think it was blueberry Jolly Ranchers, hmm. and they would they would eat the Jolly Rancher as they drank the beer tonic to kind of get that that character. I thought they were gonna spit it in. 
Because I don't think dropping the Jolly Rancher like we're doing with the Pez is going to do anything. But having the Jolly Rancher in your mouth, like the blueberry or blackberry, whatever it was, and then drinking, you know, gives you that sweet and sour kind of thing. What if you reduce it? Like a caramel Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. That'd be really Make a syrup out of it and dump it in there. No, the candies. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To make the syrup. But I think if I just add some lactic acid into this, it'll make it more Berliner-ish. Berliner Weiss ish. Yeah. Let's go get yeah. some jam out of the fridge. Honestly, I, I think if <laughs> this was just butter. if this was more uh, carbonated, it'd probably taste a lot better too. Um, just as it is, I mean, I don't I don't get any Berliner Weiss kind yeah, of. Yeah, I, I don't either. Anything. Like Prado said, there's some breadiness and there's a slight sweetness. Um, right away, I thought I thought you'd put some kind of fruit in. It. I really thought like yeah. avocado or peach or something. But yeah, I have to agree know. with Eddie on that. I did not add a single drop of any kind of fruit. I will say, though, that it is still tasty. It's not bad. It's just not yeah. a Berliner. No. I mean, but I don't think of it as a Berliner. I think, Fanta. I think like, <laughs> light beer. Yeah. And it hasn't been hooked up to gas. Ah, so that's, that's why, that's why uh, it's, yeah. it's kind of carbonated, but not really. Last time I had this, I said pencil shavings. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still think that. I could Fair take enough. that, too. Pencil shavings? Yeah. I don't know the last time I ate pencil shavings. Yeah, I don't either, but this Probably doesn't... in, like, first grade. Oh. I got it in my eye once. I've never tried to taste wood. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, so there's your Berliner um, homebrew example, kind of-ish. Yeah. I'm definitely going to try it again. I do have uh, one of my last beers that I brewed. I put the leftover wort into a glass one-gallon jug and uh, let it wild ferment. Ooh, smells pretty sweet. good. It smells pretty good. It's now in my plastics uh, Spiegel. Oh, that's why that's up there. Yeah. Okay. Spiegel. <laughs> oh, no. Sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> why don't you dump all of the Berliner in that plastic fermenter on top of this uh, wild yeast? That'd be an interesting idea. Because, I mean, like you said, it's, it's not going anywhere. It's not going to change anymore. It's well, been I mean, like, like I said, if time. I add some lactic to it, it would make it drinkable like a Berliner. Yeah, but what was your final gravity? I don't know, Johnny. <laughs> no, he wants to know my original gravity. That's why <laughs> original gangster him. and final gangster. Come on now. <laughs> oh, <Jeez>. God. <laughs> what? <laughs> Here, give me a second. That's I'll OG. Oh, God. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Get it. Oh, oh God. That was a slow burn, but okay. Uh, oh. We do need one. Man, I'm just thinking, you know, if you ended it like a 10-3, what's it going to eat? Well, it's been fun. It's cool. But it's time for us to say goodnight. Adios. And vaya con Dios. Thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Blue Styles, where our topic of discussion was the Berliner Weiss. Due to the high volume of emails and messages requesting more fruit beers, we will be getting a little fruity again next week. You won't want to miss it. Cheers till then.